Hello. Hey, how's it going? Hi. Hi. Alright, so you got your cast list up and everything you need? Yeah. Alright, cool. Let me, uh, let me make sure here. It's recording. Sweet. Alright, three, two, ahem. <sighs> Good evening, everybody. This is Hunter here, and I'm here with Colin. Colin, how's it going, sir? I'm I'm doing okay, but I've been better. Yeah, if if you notice the the good evening was not its normal uh, jovial uh, self because we're not talking about something happy. We are talking about fifty, God, Fifty Shades Darker. Man, I went and saw this in theaters. So just to kind of throw it back a little bit, um, we reviewed this when it came out on DVD. I, I remember, so I didn't even... Uh, I, I, the gray? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I remember that distinctly, because I said we're not, I'm not seeing this by myself in theaters, but... Yeah, you, I thought in theaters, but... You, you, you did, but, you, you know, so... so I'm sorry you had to go through that, by the way. I'm sorry you had to go through this shit, but... Uh, <laughs> so, so going to this was... An experience, I will say. So I'm going to get my experience out of the way very quickly, and then I would love to hear about your theater experience. So I go see this shit at 10, 10 in the morning on Saturday, so I had to wake up for this, which made it even more depressing. So I walk in the theater. Uh, the, f- the first top row, so I went to a Cinemark, uh, or a Century, whatever they call it. Um, so the whole, like, first... 13 rows or whatever were freaking packed at 10 in the morning for 50 shades darker and so i'm sitting like the one like lone seat in the middle where there's nothing there's no one no seats next to you so i just sat there and just i i oh oh, okay sorry before i switch it over to you the one thing i hate about seeing movies at cinemark if i hear that stupid coca-cola commercial one more time the one goes like like you know, you know I can't stop even when I fight this feeling. I, I, if I hear that song one more time, I swear <laughs> to God, I'm gonna throw something through the goddamn screen. Like it, it is always like this, this. Oh God, it, it, it. it oh, what kills me about that is at the very end, I, I think it's like some Latin, like this Latina girl, like takes a sip of her Coca Cola in the most condescending, like I'm a badass bitch way, and I just want someone to slap her. I hate that commercial so much, and I, <laughs> and, and I will never, I, oh, I will not be drinking Coca Cola. Like I was never a fan of Coca Cola before, but if someone offered me a Coke, I'll throw it at a wall. I can't stand those fucking commercials, but. Okay, so anyways, outside of that, it seemed like people genuinely understood that this was just dumb, so I have to appreciate that. There were some women in the theater who were fucking cheering, like when um, when Christian proposes to uh, Anastasia in the dumbest way, by the way, just like, oh yeah, you want to get married? It... it, it, it literally comes out like that, but I'm getting ahead of myself. So Colin, how was your experience? Um, so I, I live in Seattle and, uh, 50 shades of gray and the sequel 50 shades of darker is of course set in Seattle. I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, so there's, there's big sweeping shots of Seattle and whatnot. And, um, so I think, I think the fan, like the, like the, 
like the the fan of the series that already exists like anywhere else like i feel like that's just like um that fan is even is i would assume is just a bigger fan just because it's like oh my god it's like in my hometown and this this could be me i you know i could get a random interview with this like you know billionaire and have like horrible uh storyline written about me um so, so I was I like I saw this at four o'clock on a Sunday or two o'clock on a Sunday, and uh, it's the opening weekend. And and honestly, like I feel like basically it was it was a bunch of couples and then like just a bunch of like groups of like girls that were friends um, that were fans of the book. So it was a bunch of guys that were getting dragged there yeah. um, to see it. And then, but but the sad thing is is that this this. I feel like this story, this book, has just this giant fan base, um, and I just like, God help me if I can figure out why. <laughs> Dude, um, oh God, so oh, sorry. Go ahead, continue. I'm sorry. Yeah. So I mean, like, basically, the my my experience in the theater was was it was it was like a bunch of people excited to see this movie. Um, I, I mean, I think I, I could definitely like see some face palming by some of the dudes. I was definitely shaking my head most of the time, but I mean, like, yeah, in general, there's just like, there's just like this fan base that like, um, you know, they're, they're obviously not a bunch of cinephiles. They're just a bunch of, you know, a bunch of people that, uh, happen to, to appreciate this, this, this book and some, some cheap Cinemax, uh, caliber sex. Dude, okay, so so I'm just I'm just gonna get cut to the chase. If you're a woman and you like this, and you well, actually let me, let me rephrase that. Let me pull that back. If you're a woman and you defend this, because there's a difference. Like there's many of my female friends that have said, I like this in the way that you like Total Divas, you know, and that trashy. I know this is bad, but it entertains me sort of way. I can appreciate that. But if you genuinely like this and you're defending it. And you're saying, oh, man, it's sexy. You are a fucking moron. And I am sorry there's no other way to put it. Because, Colin, I was sitting in this theater, man, and I looked at that screen, and I genuinely, for the first time, said it out loud something I've never said in a movie. Why? Like, why does this exist? There's no reason for this movie or this book series to fucking exist. And yet, this book has sold these books, pardon me, have sold millions upon millions of copies, and I just, I, I don't get it. And, and I genuinely was sitting there in the theater angry. So let's just, let's get into the plot of this bullshit. So Fifty Shades of Grey, if you don't remember how it ends, it ends with uh, Anastasia freaking out about Christian after her visit to the Red Room, which, by the way, bitch, she fucking warns you, don't let me take you there, it's a really bad idea, no, I want to see what you do with the other girls, and then she says, you'll never touch me like that again, fuck you, I just, I just, I, yeah, because uh, he, he spanked her too hard, yeah, and she was, she be literally begged for it, and he was, he was begging her not to, don't let me, don't make me do this, I don't want to do this, treat me like the other girl, Ugh. so, anyways, he's, they're split up, and Christian... The one thing I will say is, as stalkers go, very much like Christian Bale in American Psycho, uh, <laughs> he knows what he's doing, and, you know, he sends her flowers, and 
buys her a new uh, uh, laptop and buys her a new iPhone. Like, I will give him credit at least for that. He just keeps her gift up, so she's so distracted by all the, <laughs> you know, important bullshit that are red flags. You know, she says, ooh, shiny, and she just <laughs> ignores the other shit. But uh, she's single again, and so her friend, is it a... Uh, What's her name? Uh, his name, Jorge, uh, George, what, it's, yeah. <laughs> Jose, Jose, yeah, what, whatever, I was, I was closing <laughs> in, but I will say this might surprise you, and I don't think it was intentional at all. I got maybe two laughs out of this movie, and I again, I don't think they were <coughs> intentional, but one of them is where uh, her, her best friend, Jose, is showing off this new exhibit at this uh, art exhibit and it's photos yeah. of her and it, uh-huh. is, it is the creepiest to catch a predator bullshit that yeah and i was i was dying I, I that was what maybe 10 minutes in and i was laughing my ass off just sitting there oh my god you totally printed these pictures without her permission and her reaction to them is maybe the one genuine emotion that's in this movie <laughs> because she's looked at him like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And, oh, I didn't want to f- tell you about this because if I did, you'd say no. She, the only thing that it was the scene was missing is you're goddamn right. I would have said no. But uh, so Christian pops up at the art gallery. Uh, the art gallery person comes up to him, uh, to Jose, and is like, oh, my God, someone bought all your pieces. Who else would have bought, bought them? And you almost see him go all when he realizes it's Christian and uh what's the line that uh that he says oh yeah uh Anastasia asks you bought all these pieces and he says I don't want anyone else looking at you not a red flag or, or anything <laughs> so this movie is really about their bullshit love affair and them getting <laughs> quote closer unquote dude oh okay so uh, was there anything you could mind from this man? Was there anything that that popped out? Well, good? yeah. So I, mean, so I mean, that's that's basically like that's that's how they get back together, right? Like so, like like you put it, like they they break up at the end of the first movie because he spanked her too hard, and she's <laughs> like, you know, I don't like getting spanked that hard. I like getting spanked, but not that hard. You know, um, but, like, if my friend takes a bunch of creepy pictures of me and then you buy them, then, like, you know, I'll get back together with you naturally. Um, So, I mean, like, that's basically how they get back together. And then, like, after that, there's, like, the main kind of plot is, like, there's this woman from his past. uh, Or, or, you know, kind of young girl, like, this submissive that he had that um, is super jealous of her. Um, but honestly, like that, that plot line, like is very like not developed at all throughout the whole story. I don't know if that's different in the book or whatever, but like really it only comes to fruition at one point later on in the movie. And then it's basically just like handled like uh, right away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, I feel like for the most part, there's no plot development at all. Like she has like. She has, like, a boss that wants to fuck her, and he's like, no, like, you know, I'm je- I'm the jealous billionaire, so he, like, buys the company. Like an asshole, by the way. <laughs> yeah. And, 
What all this boils down to, I mean, it is, it's just this big, elaborate fantasy for this girl that really isn't special at all. There's nothing <laughs> special about her at all. She's just this average girl, but for whatever reason, like, these CEOs of companies and these billionaires and these, like, photographers just, like, can't help themselves. They're just like, I gotta fucking take pictures of you and take you to my crazy torture sex room, or, like, I gotta, like, rip you away from your billionaire boyfriend because you, like, work for me, like... You know, so it's this natural, like, I guess it's just this fantasy type of storyline that, like, you know, any girl, like, no matter how dull they are, like, they'll just, like, everyone's going to want them for some reason, which I, like, whatever, that's cool. Um, But, like, (laughs) through that, then it's just, like, all of these, like, really, like, weird sex scenes that come out of nowhere and are, like, gratuitous, but at the same time, they're just kind of, like, weird. Yeah. Uh, I guess in my opinion, like, <laughs> the first one um, kind of, like, happens out of nowhere. They're always, like, in the middle of, like, some, like, very important argument, and then they're like, no, let's fuck, like, type of thing. Yeah, it, it, um, it, it's pretty much yeah. like, it's pretty much like Jason Mewes uh, from Zack and Mary. He might as well just say, let us fuck every time they're going to go yeah. have sex. That would actually make it me laugh at the very least, but it it really feels like it really feels like you know kind of like some Skinamax movie playing out, like where they just randomly start having sex and you're like, oh, that was weird, that escalated quickly type of thing. Oh, I mean, I never find it weird knowing what I mean what, but I, <laughs> but I, I don't know, man. Well, so you're gonna say something that might kill me. I thought for the first. I don't know, 10 minutes, there was a little bit of chemistry between the two of them. So so, so hear me out. Uh, it, it wasn't any of the dialogue that was good or anything like that. It was some of the physical stuff, just the way that you'd kind of, like, hold his hand and kind of look down and stuff. I, like, I don't know. If for some reason, the first 10 minutes, I was sitting there thinking, okay, if it can maintain this level, I just won't be as pissed off as I was the first time around. But it's almost as if the movie heard me, and they're back together within 15 minutes. I think like after the first 10 minutes, like five minutes later, they're back together. Uh, he's asking her to move, to move her shit in. The other thing about this movie, there, there's no concept of time, so you don't know how long like there's a gap when things are happening. It feels like they get engaged within two days. And to be totally honest, the way this shit is written, I would not be surprised if it's only two days. So, it, there's no concept, so you can't really feel emotion when shit starts happening. And there, there's so much to critique about this, so I'm just going to start going down the line. Uh, you are right, Colin. This is like a bizarro world where every guy just wants to fuck her. Like, all these important CEO businessmen who could get pretty much any woman they wanted, and they're just enthralled by plain Jane Anastasia Steele. It doesn't really make any sense. Because you're right, she has nothing going for her. Uh, do you think Dakota Johnson is attractive, by the way? Do you? I mean, they, they, they like, doll her up in, like, fancy, expensive dresses and stuff. So she's, like, she's wearing, like, nice fashion and, and everything. But, like, I don't know, like, not really? I don't, like, like, that sounds, like, mean. She's not, like, ugly. But, like, she's definitely not, like, some, like, unbelievably, like, hot, like, piece of ass. Like, compared to, like, the first time when you saw, um, 
you know, the chick in, in Wolf of Wall Street, whatever her name was, like, when you yeah. saw her, she was, you know, you were just like, yeah, she's a 10, like, type of thing. And then, like, you know, you, uh, Anastasia Steele, which, goddamn, like, just here, that name is so pretentious and awful. Like, I just, <laughs> like, that just is, like, fundamentally, it's just, like, a fundamental hate of mine for this, like, whole book series is, like, the pretentiousness in which, like, the name Anastasia Steele was, like, you know, formed. Um, but yeah, uh, no, not really. Dakota Johnson, definitely not. Like she's she's not like a just like super hot woman. Like she just isn't. The the, the thing is though, it would be different if she had something like if she had a great. And this is gonna sound so pretentious. If she had a great personality, if she really had something about her that you know just drew you in. But there is fucking nothing, and this movie really doesn't go out of its way. To discredit that theory, she just seems she just seems boring as shit in every goddamn thing she does. And in in Christian Grey, okay, Colin. So can we we can both agree on the fact that if this man wasn't rich and pretty, that she would have called the cops on him like like three minutes in the first movie. We can agree on that. Oh yeah. Be, because just a couple things on top of the of the head. So. He buys her, like, I guess the company that owns her company, he buys them out, just straight up. <coughs> he <laughs> he has access to her bank account, which he never explained how the fuck he's able to do that. So he has a check for, like, was it 24? I think it's like 24 grand. And he gives it to her. She's like, he, he, she's like I don't need your charity, you know. I'm, an ind- I'm Beyonce. I'm an independent woman. And he's, he tells her, Look, I make this in like 20 seconds. Just f- keep the check. And so she rips it up, which I'm thinking, you're dumb. And so then he gets on his phone in front of her. Oh, yeah, can you transfer $24,000 in the Anastasia Steele's account? And he, she asked him, how did you have my bank account information? And he never answers her. Never tells her. And we never find out. And... Then you find out he has files on all the women that he slept with, which isn't a whole nother level. That's, this is, he's Dennis Reynolds. Like, he really is. Like, I think that's the only joy I got from this. Was yeah. Real, it was realizing that he's fucking Dennis from It's Always Sunny. He, remi- he reminds me of John Cena, too. Like, with, like how John Cena is in, in uh, Total Divas, which is great. Yeah. Where he's just, like, he has, like, a con... Like, honestly, like, isn't he, like... John Cena fucking made uh, his girlfriend sign, like, an elaborate, like, lawyer, like, created contract for her to come live with him in the house. Like, sounds kind of right. like, yeah. kind of sounds like Christian Grey. Like, and he, he's just all, everything's like a business. Like, his relationship is like a business. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, that's kind of funny. Uh, John Cena is Christian Grey. Well, when they reboot this shit, maybe they'll put John Cena in it. I don't, because you know they will. They'll find some justification to, ten years from now, see see if they can squeeze just a little more juice out of this. But, uh, yeah, so there's so much dumb stuff, and I feel like I'm going to touch on some of it, but I will need you to help fill out some blanks. But there's so many points, honestly, Colin, where I was angry. I, I just was sitting there thinking, I'm going to have to remember all these, and it's going to be really difficult. So I'm going to jump to the end of the movie, and then we can I'll have you kind of jump forward or wherever you want to go from there. So there's this point where they have the um, 
the crazy the crazy bitch who you see in the trailers where she like pops up like a phantom and then she's gone. You know. When, yeah, the ex girlfriend. Yeah, the ex girlfriend, next uh, or whatever you want to call submissive. Submissive, yeah. So you know she she's around kind of. She kind of randomly pops up and shows up, and the one. You, you, you've seen a movie be called, and I tend to get a little excited at points. So, you know, the, so the crazy ex, the ex has a gun, and so Anastasia's trying to talk down. She's like, Christian talks about you, he still cares about you, and she shoots the gun off and like at the wall. And I heard this guy yell in the back, right, in the back of the theater. I was laughing, <laughs> I was laughing so hard, like I was, I was bracing myself for it, and he just clearly did not see that coming, and he freaked. And then Christian comes in. Now, here's the thing. As for, we watch a lot of film, Colin, we watch a ton of film. And as someone who watches a ton of film, my first thought was, hmm, you could have this woman having Anastasia and Christian at gunpoint and make her uh, or make him tell her some of the things you made her do uh, him uh, made. Uh, yeah, some stuff you had to do for him just to add that extra layer of what the fuck am I getting myself into to add some tension and conflict, that would have made sense. Colin, what did he do to end the scene? Can you please tell the people what, what happens? Yeah, he she just, he he basically just was like, give me the gun and like, get on your knees type of thing, like, no, nothing happens. Yeah, like a dog. Like, just in the most simple, what, I think he actually even says kneel, if Mary yeah. does. Yeah, he's just like, kneel, yeah. Yeah, and she just drops to her knees and he starts playing with her hair, like, like, like a dog, and then Anastasia runs the fuck out, they could have built some tension there, and they just went, fuck that, that would make sense, and, and then the extra layer of creepy on top of this wonderful Sunday, the fact that he's with Anastasia because he likes to fuck people that look like his mom, that is just a whole never level of just, this movie that... It made me laugh, but it just really made me go, well, why am I not surprised? Uh, yeah, your your thoughts when you uh, discovered that little nugget. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the way they said it was punish, not to have sex with. But, yeah, they, they, he said, you know, I want to punish people that look like my mom but because he hates his mom. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's still just like, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's a weird plot point. Um, just, just in in general, I just, I, I don't know. As far as that goes, that none, none of that is, it bothers me as much as just how, like how like strung out this movie is, <laughs> like where there's just these long gaps of like you're watching nothing. It's like stupid conversations where it's like really poor dialogue, like a like a like a wink and a glance, and just like you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna like like finger you in the, in the elevator while there's these people here. Um, and it's just like this long scene building up until that point. Like, that's what this movie is really trying to get at. Like just to have all these titillating moments. Um, the plot is definitely second to all of that. I felt, um, so sitting there as like a dude, just like chilling. And I saw the first one in the theater with my, with my wife the first time. And like, it wasn't like, you know, uh, like an arousing thing to watch with my wife. I was like, it it was more just like, you know, this, it's just a bunch of like, it's, (laughs) I don't know how to put this like the, the best way possible. Uh, but 
it was just like uncomfortable and like shitty. Like it was like all <laughs> just like fucking sh- like shit like film. Um, like I don't know. Just I I really don't like it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, as far as the plot, like none of the plot like goes anywhere for me. Like not, none of it's developed. It's just like. They kind of like like this character, like they introduce her, they're like, Yeah, there's a crazy stalker chick from his past and then like she shows up again, she's kinda scary, and then she finally shows up like a third time and then, you know, she has the gun and then he's just like, Get down on your knees and then she's like, I can't believe, you know, uh you know, this is how you treat these women he's just like, You're so different, you know. I'm like, Who fucking cares? God damn, man, like fuck this shit. Like I just I, I I can't I can't deal with these movies. <laughs> I just I'm gonna tell you right now, man. I I just I I was laughing so hard at points. I just didn't. Okay, so 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 the part where I just threw my hands up and went, okay, you guys clearly don't give a fuck. Was so you remember the part? So they they show the scene in the trailer where. And it comes from nowhere, by the way. He goes, oh, yeah, I'm going to Portland on a business trip. And then the next scene's in a helicopter. Barely really any lead-up, but whatever. And then the helicopter goes down. You don't see the helicopter go down, by the way. And then it cuts to the news, and it shows it shows Christian Gray, uh, CEO of Gray Enterprises, missing in the woods. Uh, chopper went down, da-da-da. That scene lasts for maybe a minute and a half. And then he walks into... His house, like it's nothing. He, he might as well come up behind everyone there and said, "Hey, what uh, what are you guys watching on TV?" And it, it's nothing. And the one thing you could have actually used to build some tension, it, it just goes away. Like, like it's nothing. I just, Colin, it's just Colin. This makes me so sad. Yeah, I remember. I remember like he he like. And it's just like such convenient timing too. He walks in, they're they're like they're like, why didn't you call? And he's just like, I lost my phone. They're like, why didn't you use like any other person's phone? Like, like wait, what? Like, how did you get here if you didn't have a phone? Like, like you were you crashed somewhere random in Portland? Like, how the fuck did you get here to your penthouse in Seattle so quick? Like, you didn't have anybody and then had a phone? <laughs> I was like, this is retarded. Yeah, it, it's. It, okay, so as much as that bothered me, I, I think the thing that genuinely just I, I probably pulled some hair out during this movie is uh, he gives Anastasia some some uh, some beads and he goes like, here, put these, you know, put these up your as my sister would say for JJ, and so she puts them up there and she's like, ooh, and so she goes, what did these do? And he's like, you'll know when it happens or something that that stupid effect, and so. Keep in mind, they have to drive to the event. She's been sitting in a car for a, a decent amount of time, and they don't. She gets out of the uh, of the uh, jeep or limo, or whatever the fuck, and she looks calm. She looks fine, but then she sits in the chair. So it's like the beads are like, oh, we're sitting in the chair, chair mode, and she's like, ah. And then he whispers to her, "Now you know what they do." And I was just sitting there thinking, I hate this so goddamn much. Just logic like that. I mean, and that is the least of the film's problems, but just, just, just okay. You, you got anything else, Colin? Before we get to our rating? Yeah, I mean, like, is that is that like all the fans of the book and the movies? Like, 
Like is that is that is like like defend that <laughs> like 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 no it's like so rousing just like the metal balls and her and her fucking pussy like <laughs> like at the masquerade party I'm like uh, <laughs> all right it's pretty chill I guess oh and by the way let's talk about the fact that two quick things here the sex scenes in this. They, they really were the ones on Cinemax are actually better. They usually go longer. These ones were felt really short, and they have this terrible R and B background play uh, or soundtrack playing in the background, you know, to, to enhance the mood. And this this is they're, they're not really good. They're not arousing. I'm look. I'm black. I love white titties, and and she's naked a good amount of the time. By the way, thus uh, again, if you're curious if you're a gay man or a, a, a straight woman uh yeah no dong in this movie for you he does not drop dongs so he does not pull a thunder gun express so uh again a movie where you think you would see some dick and you don't kind of it's like like it's pretty shitty it, it, you know and I, I know some people be like who oh, no, wants to see his dick no but it does speak to the just incredible slant that when it comes to sexuality uh, the fact that you know this woman that can stand so you can, like see her bush and we you don't get you don't get mint man dong but you know it's this is it, it does though and you know i was sitting here really thinking about what i want to say about this and maybe this is just our male dominated society maybe this is our comeuppance for decades of, of not letting women be sexual maybe these movies are meant to balance the scales out <laughs> so maybe that's what it is because that would at least make sense I, I i don't get why these movies keep getting made i i mean they they make money unfortunately but i don't get why women like this i don't get why women find this sexy i read old Anne rice if you want to see some, like, she she worked with vampires. Vampires are awesome, and she can incorporate sex into it seamlessly, actually. And you know, read her stuff before she became a Christian and she became less fun. But if you want to read some actual good sex in literature, fuck, read read Shakespeare, Jesus Christ. But this shit is just, it's daunting. And I have never, I ran out of theater the moment the fireworks went off after their bullshit engagement by the way the way she says yes is i saw it coming a mile away it's like okay she has a lighter oh it's one of those light up ones oh she's gonna write yes and good god this is the dumbest and at least that dumb line of oh so the answer to your engagement i had it the whole time in my pocket fuck you i i just i hate this go fuck yourself i fucking hate this movie it it will be oh it's gonna be high on the list i don't know what else <laughs> we have Dustin to come out uh maybe we have a new Medea movie <laughs> but right now this is this is some this is some bullshit so yeah go fuck yourself uh Colin go ahead man yeah um I don't uh, like so like when the first one came out in 2015 it was my number one worst movie of the year um and like well deserved it was a terrible movie I mean this one isn't like any better it's really just like more of the same. It's definitely not like worse. Um, it's just more of the same. But like, I, I think like just knowing what you're going into beforehand like <laughs> softens the blow, maybe. Uh, 
But I mean, that's not like <laughs> that's that's certainly not a compliment to the movie by any means. Um, like, if anything, like the bar was set so low, like this one didn't have didn't have to do a lot to like be better. Um, but it was just more the same. Um, just like in general with these movies, I just feel like they're just like they're not only encouraging, but like I'm just realizing just with like the massive fan base of like young women out there that love these movies, it's just like you know, young women are just obsessed with, like, you know, the the whole, like, materialistic, like, like billionaire boyfriend type of, you know, like, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I hate him, but, you know, if he sends me, like, the biggest bouquet of flowers, a laptop and an iPod, and, you know, then he takes me out for, like, the most expensive dinner, like, we'll call it good type of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... Like yep, it's it's de- it's it's definitely not only encouraging like that that is the way to make things okay like when things go <laughs> bad, but just like it's also like just like the massive like like I was talking about like this this theater was filled and I was like I was I was like shocked because like before even going into it it's like you can't be blinded to like how horribly this movie has gotten received by critics. But the fan base just doesn't care. Like, they're all just going out to see it. They all just love it. And I'm just, like, dumbfounded right now. Like, I just don't, I don't get it. Um, but I guess this is just where we're at. Um, like, bitches love, you know, just like the ordinary white bitch in Seattle with rain and getting the billionaire boyfriend, giving her iPods and laptops. Like, that's, that's where everybody's, that's where we're at. So, like, you know what? That's cool. But this movie can still go fuck itself. So that's where we're at. Thank God. Because yeah, so, so the, the, yeah that, that's what we're at. That, that's, to go fuck yourself. Well, oh, and the, and the last thing. Um, so Kim Basinger played uh, his, uh, El- Elena, who was, the, who was the friend of Christian's mom who introduced him to this whole lifestyle. And I got to say... Dude, she she looked like Buster because of all the Botox she had. Actually, I I apologize. That is an insult to Buster. Buster can move his face. Uh, my Frenchie? Yeah, your Frenchie. Kim Basinger. Oh, my Frenchie's way better looking. <laughs> yeah, that is very – Kim Basinger, good God. How much Botox have you gotten? She, she she Her face was not moving, and I was fascinated by it. Like, there's this point where uh, Anastasia's just yelling at her, and she kind of yells back, and her face does not change from going kind of soft and timid of her voice to to raising it, and I was just laughing just because of how much Botox she's had, so, I mean, I gotta laugh out of that, if that means anything, but uh, definitely not worth the near $7 I paid for this, just, uh, this was... I bought, a, I bought a ticket for uh, Batman, Lego Batman, and then snuck in, so I wouldn't pay him. <laughs> Oh, that's that's brilliant! Damn it, I should have <laughs> done that. God damn it, now I'm sad. Uh, but but guys, have you were you dragged by your feet? Oh, okay. And last thing in 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 kind of wrapping this up, if you dragged your significant other to see this shit because you were excited about it, you better not say shit when Spider Man or Guardians or Transformers comes out. You owe them one because they sat through this shit with you. Do not let them go because I don't know if I could sit through this with with a significant other. This was, ooh, this was bad. But uh, 
Guys, let us know. Were you unfortunate to be dragged in, uh, down to see Fifty Shades of Dark? God, this movie is just so dumb. Uh, you can follow us here on SoundCloud at the Real Pineapple Seven Seven Five. You can uh, follow yours truly on the Twitter at J Hunter Real Pineapple. You can follow Mister Colin here on Twitter at the Real O'Neill. And you can follow our buddy Scott. Scott, we miss you, bud. At Nearman the First. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Meow.